What's fucking 25 times 2? 50. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Welcome back to basic maths with OC Fan uh, TV. Yeah, right? Was showing off this Seminole County education again over here, boys. I'm proud of you. 69 yeah. hey, times 1. Tonight too. Look, at Look at that. We've almost saw our lions. Yeah, whatever that scoron is. 69 times 1. 69 times 1. Yeah. Episode 69 Seven. of OC yeah. Fan TV. Nine. Yes, well we've made it. We have made it. We honestly were hoping we could have started this off with the party lights and the whole dance party because Oscar would be gone. But we're here. We're doing the. Uh, we're doing the thing. Well, uh, yeah. f- first ever watch along. Pent witty well. Pent witty well. Pent witty well. It went pretty well. It went. It wittily went. English is tough. And the Rays are down eight zero to the Reds right now. So it's just. You're just having a day. Hey, well done to a Cincinnati team actually doing well, though, because Cincinnati got railed by St. Louis. Yeah. What yeah. was it? Was it 5-1 final? 5-1 final. Good Lord. With a certain someone back on the goal sheet. Fucking Nicholas someone Giochini. We fucking let go for nothing. Should have kept him. He should have been on the – I mean, obviously now we say that, but – I was saying that the whole time he was here. Yeah, I mean – but You, you were kind of mid with him, though, right? I don't know how I really felt because I don't think he got a really good stretch of games. Right. And no attacker ever looks good in our fucking system, so it's kind of hard to see how you feel about it. I mean, dude was lighting it up over in France. We knew he could score, and he leaves us and immediately is on the score sheets. Yep. So I was going to save this to later. My thing about Duncan, like in our team, we need someone that plays like Duncan. He's like clean on the ball. He can release pressure at times, but – you're always going to find him in the box. And he's always in positions to score. And he's the best player at that right now. And the way we play, we need someone like that. Mm-hmm. Difference between him and Kara, he's more clinical. Difference between him, there's like 15 different differences. No, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, boys, like, Kara's in and around the box. He's in those areas to get those opportunities to score. So, obviously, you know, the the reason we hate his finishing ability is because he's in places to score. Like, we see him and Duncan mm-hmm. in and around the same areas. The difference is, is Duncan does have a higher work rate. He's got more Total pace, yeah. you know, and he's clinical. He's m- not clinical, but he's more clinical than Kara is. For the amount of chances and the amount of minutes that Duncan's had, for him to already be, you know, on the score sheet twice and had the opportunity to win the game for us in Tigres, like, that's really the only glaring big chance I think he's missed all mm-hmm. season. Like, he's more clinical and he's got more pace. That's really the difference between the two right now. So the difference between those two is that I don't know if Carr is always in the right positions to score, but when he is, he's hit or miss, whereas with Duncan, as from what we've seen, he's, he's you know, he's scoring goals. Yeah, except for that one chance, the T-Rich chance. I feel like no, with Carr... When he gets in those positions, he always tries to, like, overcomplicate it. And meanwhile, Duncan just does, it. does the smart thing. The simple. Yeah, the simple thing. Yeah. So, Kara, you know, we, we talked about him now. Let's move on to Enrique. Dino. 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 Call him Dino. He looks like a <laughs> McDonald's figurine <laughs> that you would pull out of a Happy Meal. Okay. So... Disappointing, yes. Does he fit our system? 
he could if we played two strikers. If him and Duncan played off of each other, and then you you had Ojeda and or Facundo, and I say and or because I just I don't see a way that you can have Enrique, Duncan, Ojeda, Facundo, and Mo on the pitch at the same time. Is too many players similar playing style, and they like to play in the same spots. So if you had Enrique and then uh, Duncan playing off each other with Ojeda or Facundo right there, yeah, I'd like to see that. So Facundo, or I'm sorry, let's stick with uh, Enrique right now, and then we'll move on to Facundo because that's also a big talking point that we have right now. Dave, Enrique, does he fit in our system? From what I've seen, I can't – I've fuck english is tough today yeah we're all struggling i haven't <laughs> seen enough of him to make a statement on that i wasn't able to watch the minnesota game or anything so i can't really say i want to see more from him though or at least more of him you have an opinion like i said i don't think he fits how we play right now in the way we like, we like build up and like the chances that are presented to our striker, I don't feel feel like he fits that the best. Mm. In which case, Duncan would. So then we've signed two strikers in the past two years that just don't fit oh, how we play. It's fucking Oscar Pereira it comes back to him once again. Right, is that fully on him at this point, or would yes. Ricardo Moreira have a say in it? Would the the rest of the well, scouting no, 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 no. say in it? Because you see players come in here and then they leave, and then they're they're doing they're doing their thing. We see it consistently, man. Like like. Alvarado, gone. He's done. He's gone, and he he was up for what like player of the season for his club when he went on his loan. Yeah, and like Venezuela or something. Yeah, but but, like, Alvarado, right? yeah. but y- you're seeing somebody that could never produce for us go somewhere else and produce. Now you see Nicholas Giochini do it. You're seeing Juan look a lot better than he looked in the attacking third than he ever looked here. Yeah, like, and my whole thing is you saying it might be. Um, Ricardo, Moreira. Mm. Oscar's always going to have a say in the players we sign. So obviously there's something that Oscar is telling Ricardo, and then Ricardo brings that player in, and we just don't know how to use him. Yeah, then I also, to myself, go back to saying, well, there's one of those two between Oscar and Ricardo that's getting recruited to Brentford right now. So <laughs> it's probably doing, it's probably yeah. not the one that's getting recruited to Brentford. So yeah, you brought it up already and it was a big talking point. It's been a big talking point in the fan base up till this point. Facundo Torres. Does he still play for us? Who? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's disrespectful, but I was gonna say <laughs> No, I that's mean, really disrespectful for the shit that he did last year. No, I mean, dude, he's phenomenal trust me we respect everything he's done for us last year this year you score a pen yeah do we're seven games into the season yes plus two in outside competition Mm -hmm. so you've had nine games and you have one goal contribution eight seven and a half really missed a game international and played 45 in the one he oh, came that's back. Fair. Okay. How many did he miss? But yeah. so he missed one, and he played 45. Yeah. He missed yeah. Philly. That was it. We only that was the only game we and missed for international. Charlotte came back, and he played 45. So eight and a half. Seven, seven and a half. Somewhere, somewhere in that range. Yeah, doesn't matter. One goal contribution. The man really almost hit us with a 007. 
Uh, can it really be all on him, though? Because Ojeda has, I know, two goals. Don't know the assists off the top of my head. Then Duncan has two and one. And Gulo now, uh, his crossbar hit doesn't count as an assist, but he has a goal. I think he has another goal this season. He has two goals. Two. So, I mean, our attack is just spread out thin, right? Just like the, the statistically, with goals and assists, is spread out thin. And for him to have one and only be on a pen, maybe he's just drawing the short end, the short straw, whatever that saying is, short end of the stick. Um, but he's supposed to be like our star boy, $30 million release clause. And maybe he's getting shafted by Oscar's tactics a little bit, but you do expect better from him being like the name that he is in the city. So who knows? Do you think it boils down to the pressure on him that is on him this year? No. I think it's the curse of the baby. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, it ruins all our players. <laughs> Slagle's next. Uh, according to some yeah. people, he was the player of the match last game. So, um, I just feel like there's more pressure on him to succeed this year because last year it was like, yeah, you're the big name, you're the d- young DP, but like nobody really knew what to expe- expect from him. Yeah. Now he's got the links from Arsenal, from other... He, yeah, other big clubs rumored to to be interested in him, that he has to perform. Now he's. Do you think he's overcomplicating it? Yeah, I think he's in it. Like I said, I think he's in his head. I he could be in his own head. I don't think it's a uh, a pressure thing because you you brought in Ojeda, you have Angulo now scoring, you have Duncan now scoring, so you have all these other guys to like bring goals and assists with you. Right. So I feel like the the pressure thing could not be it as much as just him being in his own head. Because you bring in these guys to help him contribute in the attacking third, and it's just not happening for him. The difference between all those people that we brought in and him is that he's on every fucking billboard in this town. He's in every promo. He's in every picture. Like, he is our guy. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean by the pressure. Like, you didn't see as much of Facundo being on stuff last year. Like, Alexander Pato was still in the club, and when he was playing, like, that's a huge name. Like, we're going to try to push that. Trying to sell Cara, too. You know, we tried to <laughs> we tried to sell Cara last year, and it didn't work out. But, like, you look at, like I'm saying, like, that's our star boy, like you said. And I think that's where that pressure comes in is, like, you see the town respects you, the club respects you, and we all want you to perform. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I th- definitely think the links and the European talks and stuff like that, like, when that happens to a player, you're obviously going to feel the pressure from that yeah. stuff. Uh, so, Minnesota, you want to talk a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky to get out of there with three points, to be honest. Not because of Minnesota. Was play- Minnesota played like trash, yeah. too. Just, it wasn't the best game of football, but... <laughs> the battle of mid? Battle of mid is Kay. basically right, and we just got lucky that Angulo had his finishing boots on, and he was smart enough to... Well, yeah, smart enough to put it on the crossbar purposely right on Duncan's forehead. No, he was... Duncan, t- his, the big dunk is the man. I'm ready. To, I bought that Sea Cows kit. Mm. I'm, I was going to return it, but I'm ready to just go get his name on the back of it, increase the value by like a million. Yeah, I mean, that definitely raises the value of that because of the performance that we had in that fucking yeah. pre-match. Uh, yeah, we 80% of the game got outclassed by mm-hmm. a team that was underperforming. Apparently, they, they just can't win at home, right? Yeah, it's it's been tough for them to win at home, apparently. They're having the same issues that we're having at home. Um, Adrian Heath definitely had our number, I would say. In the first, for the first half, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think Oscar 
made subs. <laughs> he definitely made subs. Um, yeah. They were right, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. The order of them is the only thing that I have. And Lions Blog, Gavin at Lions Blog brought up a really good point. I said that Felipe probably should have been our last sub. He probably shouldn't have been our first sub, in my opinion. Like, we need a goal. Let's get an attacker out there. Let's bring Duncan on. Enrique's not influencing the game. That should have been our first sub, in my opinion. Yeah, that's not how it's going to work, so. No, and he brought up a really good point by saying we were struggling in the midfield. We saw that statistically at halftime. We only had 11% on each side of the midfield mm-hmm. on each, you know. Or attacking. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Attacking zones. Yep. Um, so we were being forced to the wing. Whether that was tactically or not, like, we couldn't control the midfield. We couldn't get a string of three passes together in the midfield. No shot. So bringing Felipe on actually solidified that midfield and maybe increased those connections for us to be able to progress the ball forward, um, which is a good point. And I agree with that. Still need the uh, striker for me. Like, well, There should have been a double sub right there with Felipe it, and then someone else, right? If that's, if that's your mentality, like, let's solidify the midfield but you also need to bring on somebody that can influence your attack. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, I think everybody was a was the right sub, honestly. Again, if you want to go midfield, I probably would have gone Thor Hollinson over Felipe, but at this point, can't really question it. We got yeah, the result, I, I guess. Would. Yeah. Uh, no, go ahead. Thought you were going to say something. No. I mean, we kind of got the result from Thor Hollinson yep. being able to actually play in the final third of the field mm. who what i want to see like who exactly he came on for what the exact sub was it's felipe on for ojeda mcguire on for mo? enrique huh didn't he come on for mo you said i saw what no thorlison came on for mo in the 87th what that's what i said when you said oh, well, I just said Felipe came on for Ojeda, oh. and then you were like, oh, I thought he came on for Mo. So I thought you were talking about Felipe. No, was also come on. Your original 87th Zavidan. minute, Thorlson came on. We scored in the 88th. <laughs> yeah, it's, too, that's, it's just a little late for that. Yeah. that. That's another one of the only gripe, really, I guess you could say, is it's just a little late. You're, you're looking to make a change, man. You got to. That's usually the one where you're just kind of like, all right, we'll see out the 1-1 one, one draw because you're bringing in. Uh, it basically, it's an 8 for an 8, but Thorlson's just a little bit younger, can move a little bit faster than uh, Mo. Um, for Mo to go 87 minutes, though, I feel like we're getting up to senior citizen Mo. Yeah, so we haven't really seen us manage Mo's minutes this season. Do you think we're saving Thor Hollinson for the later part of the season? I'd hope not, because getting points now are still as important as getting points later in the season. So if you're just going to rotate them, just rotate them normally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're thinking like game in, game out. Yeah tactically like have them on the same path but just Stack, you know yeah. mo starting here dan starting the next one mo dan yeah or just <laughs> come on at half i'm fucking with the dan just, just dan. dan no dagger dan i like it <laughs> dan um why not <laughs> last thing i guess player wise i have about the game gaston gonzalez finally found four mate yeah he doesn't yeah. like him. So I th- he got put into better positions this match, and he actually played a more attacking role, which allowed him to get into his game. We saw him put better balls into the box, the one that drifted all the way to Angulo. Angulo put it back across, and then there was still. Did he get that ball across to Angulo when he chipped it off the crossbar? No, it was Thorlson. Yeah, 
but there was still interplay with him. Or no, because he was no, off that at that point. Petrasso. So, I mean, Petrasso and him kind of have the same play style. I think Gaston, like we said, he's attacking. Yeah, and he's coming off of the injury still. So, if you can find form, I'm all for it. Yeah, I definitely think he needs more minutes and more time with the team. But for me, it was like he's just a very direct player. Like, if he's not running straight down the, down the sideline, like, there's... So then you you change it. Like, we've played that same way with Ruwa in the past couple of years. But now you have Gaston, and he has a little bit more quality, better balls into the box. Right. Better with the ball at his feet. So if we can just switch it to where the left side is our attacking side, then we'll just, just stick with that. And then uh, I think he can play better football. But again, I have the same gripe with that as I did with... Juan, as there's so much more to the fullback position than it is just to run straight down the sideline and put a ball into the box. Well, then keep Thorlson drifting over to that left side, and then they can combine. Yeah, but he, could, but he couldn't combine. That's that's what I'm saying. When the simple passes were there to be made. Well, did they have a nice triangle for the first goal? Yeah, in the fucking 70th minute. Pretty much like one-two or one-twos. Yeah, 60th minute. It yeah. finally took us to finally show a sign of quality. Yeah, so give, but yeah give him a second. Yeah, give him. That's why that was his first game playing that position. And as the game went on, he continued to grow into that role. It, not his first game playing that position. He so played that he played that in position the entire season at his Well, maybe if he, his, his first time for us. Yeah. So Under Oscar, which is another story. For us, it's, yes, it's different, but... You, to say it's his first time ever put playing that position, it's not like we stuck him in there at fucking center back. He meant for this cross. All right. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Clarification. Oh, it's he's, definitely not his first time playing He's a, he's a yeah. left wing back by trait. Like, that is what he plays. So, you would think we're putting him in a position to succeed. Like I said, I want to see more time and more minutes from him and stuff like that. But if that's all we're going to get from there, then it's like I may have overestimated his ability coming into the season because I definitely thought he was going to be a super influential part of our team. I and mean, he can still get there. Yeah, he can. Kind of off top, not really off topic. At one point during that game in Minnesota, there was a point where Angulo and I believe it was Gaston kind of switched sides. When we so Angulo was playing on right on the right mainly, right? Mm-hmm. So was it? He was switched over to the left, and Gaston was on the right, and we were like, what the hell is going on at that point? Yeah. Was that that? All right. Yeah. Because Angulo on the right, which where Facundo – was Facundo? I can't even remember if Facundo was playing. Yeah, there was, he was in the two. He was in the middle? Uh, that's right. Yeah. But Angulo on the right <laughs> looked yeah. b- better than Angulo on the left, which is that something we need to watch out for, and Facundo gets pushed out of that position now that Angulo's in form, or – I mean – the informed man has to play, in Correct. my opinion. So, it's got to be him. I definitely like Angulo at that that wing back spot. You know what I mean? Like he's got to work rate. He can get up and down the pitch. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's like you said, we can't have all these attackers on the field at the same time. It's somebody said it. We have Atlanta syndrome. They're just buying players to buy players, buying players. a bunch of attacking players, throwing them all out in the field, and expecting it to well, work. And it just doesn't happen like that. I guess. From the perspective of Angulo is still currently right now leaving in the summer, then that can't it, happen. It, it can't happen. But if it does, then I guess having this plethora of attackers helps because once he leaves, then you've got to rely on the likes of Gaston, Facundo, Heda out wide. If Enrique can play out wide, then we can. Then you have the ability to not have such a bloated attack. 
because Perengue has been such a, inf- I'm saying influential because it's sometimes good, sometimes maybe shit with him, <laughs> but he's been influential to say the least. I think the only negative, the drawback to him is he does too much on the ball sometimes. 100%. He tries to turn into like prime Neymar and it's like. Especially in offensive there. third. Yeah. It, How many times did we try to see him dribble out of the, our defensive third last game? Too many. Yeah, that's something else, too. We can't clear the ball for shit, man. Whole It takes three to four chances for us to finally get the ball cleared. Like, And then it's a shit clearance, and then we have to do it all over again. Yeah. And my whole thing with the fucking clearance part, if you're going to clear it, make it good. But we're playing a three-back with two wing-backs and two like midfielders right there. And if they would just fucking look, there's options. So if the long ball is not working, fucking clearing it to just defend again, you have space and time. Look around and find someone to play Take it your to. Because yeah. they just fucking kick it. That's. I feel like that's mainly Schlegel, correct? Oh, just booting it the hell out of there? I think yeah. it was Evan. Yeah. He can't find match, but like Schlegel isn't smart enough to look up and find a pass. No offense, mate, if you're listening. But, but you're a professional <laughs> footballer, you know what I mean? Take your head up, please. Take your head up. <laughs> so it does. It just... It goes yay. It goes yay. Yay wide. I want to tell you something. Slagle was our highest rated defender in that game. That's an uh, interesting. Is that on football? Yeah. Um, Let's check something. So I was going to talk about, like you said, we had a three back and we had two midfielders right there. Like we should be able to play out the back and make the smart passes. Nobody on our team moves off the ball. Oh. You know who does? Duncan. Duncan. Dan. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but, but nobody on our team truthfully moves off the ball to create passing lanes. You know what I mean? Like, It's pretty much watch the ball move and then go from there. You see it with like Casemiro and Partey. We expect Caesar to be that equivalent for us in the system that we play. They're not always going to receive the ball, but they're creating spaces for those lines to be, to, for you to break the lines with those passes. Mm-hmm. They're always making the movement. They're always creating that space. Caesar just kind of gets stuck right in between the center backs when we're trying to break out and we're trying to pass out. Then you see Mo just continuously making one straight run towards the sideline. Got this huge gap in the middle of the field for our striker to come into, but nobody's going to pass it there. Nobody's, nobody's going to make that pass. And then we float out to the wing because we're forced out to the left. Or the right. Gaston standing out here on the left all by himself. We got an overlapping run. Nothing happening. Yeah. Like, nobody... Maybe we get an overlapping run. I wish we could get an overlapping run. We do, but they don't pass it. They just fucking pass it back. They take the overlap. And then by the time they pass it back... Facundo just cuts in, plays the ball back into Mo. Mo fizzes it out. We just start passing between each other on the top of the box. Give it away. So fucking... I feel like we need more of that overlapping on the wing and stuff like that, though, because we see so many times that we have one of our players isolated out there by himself with two defenders in his face. Like, Facundo's never going to make anything happen out there with two people on him every single time. Like, we should have the ability to isolate those, even if it's an inverted run, you know what I mean? Like, we never... They, they, like, the runs work. You'll see it with Arsenal, you'll see it with United, where they overlap, 
you don't have to play it on the outside. If he's keeping that run, you can slot it inside, yeah. and he'll still be there, play it back across the six or something. Like, shit works. We just decide to cut in, and we want to play with it on top of the box. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Huh? Real quick. Going back to Angulo, I feel like from day one when he arrived here, Oscar set him up for failure. Because at his old club, I, f- I don't know the name, but we saw a young player that was able to make those progressive passes. And right when he got in into this system, it's like he doesn't know how to do that anymore. And I feel like if you train that way every day in practice and you got to play that way in this system, yeah he's, yeah, he's not going to That's do the you same can say shit. That with a lot of our players. Yeah. Like, there's no risk being taken with any of our – the majority of our passes. Everything's safe, simple. Play it back. Slow. Play it side by side. The two side that to side. Is Robin and Antonio. Exactly. Speaking of, I'm transitioning back into that because you guys moved on, but I was looking at the ratings. You said on footmob Schlegel was our highest rated player. On oh. what? Defender. Defender. Sorry, apologies. Um, on Sofa Score, uh, it is Schlegel with a 6.6, Robin with a 6.6, and then Antonio with a 7.1, and then on Who Scored, it is Schlegel 6.5, Robin 6.3, Antonio 6.8. So I don't know if footmob's just on crack. It probably probably listened to all the fans that were saying Schlegel was great (laughs) in the game. Yeah, I think I think I don't know what the algorithm difference is between the three of SofaScore who scored and footmob, but sometimes I think footmob's ratings are just a little different. Yeah, you know, it seems to be that way. Footmob seems to be a little different in general with a lot of its stat lines and stuff yeah. like that. So, But it's the easiest on the eyes, though. That's, it looks the best. That's for sure. <laughs> so if you want to sponsor us, although your stats may not be... Your stats are great. It looks great. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. So what was the formation we played the other night? So it was 3-4-2-1. 3-4-2-1. <coughs> is that I'm it? No, I'm trying to think of a way to have Angulo and Kakuna on the pitch at the same time. Oh, if like this? Uh, yeah, but then they're taking out the same spots, <coughs> and they're making the same runs. Mm, so then throw Fakundo on the other side. No, no, because I want. Mm, I don't know. What do you well? Bro, don't. I don't know. This is, what, this is what Oscar needs to find out. So what if it was a... Fucking can't. What if it turned into a 3-4-1-2, and then instead of Enrique playing off of Duncan, it was Facundo playing off of Duncan? I would rather have Ojeda playing as a second striker. Then throw him up there, and then Facundo in the one attacking mid roll. I'd agree. I, I feel mean, like Facundo's a little bit better of, like receiving a ball and getting out of spaces that could open up either Ojeda to run in and find Duncan making a run. I just feel like if Facundo's up there, he's going to want to receive the ball and try scoring himself. Anywhere in that little triangle, you can rotate. So if Fulmom has him up there, but he's actually playing the attacking middle role, then a good fluid midfield will rotate. Like I was watching, of course, United play the other day. 
you'll see Erickson, you'll see Bruno drop deeper while the other, you know, push up the field. You'll see that rotation happen naturally in a game, which I don't think we see with Orlando City. No, we don't Hold see on. we don't see a, a whole lot of that. We see people covering when people are out of position, but we don't see people again moving, creating a fluid space. Midfield. Yeah. That fluid anywhere, fluid attack, fluid midfield. Our back line is not fluid. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I don't know. It's got to be something to to figure out with with them, Facundo and Angulo. I mean, yeah, we obviously want to see Facundo and Angulo on the field at the same time. But if that doesn't create the best opportunity for us to win games, then it's just it's a decision we have to make. You know what I mean? Question: If when Mikey's um healthy do you think that's something that he could do play that right wing back spot yeah yeah you think he could do that better than angulo no personally no i think he's better suited for that inverted fullback you know what i mean where he steps up he joins in the midfield and can play in there when our midfielders progress rather than asking him to fly up and up and down the sideline i think if you let mikey uh, cook, well, kind of progress as a player over the next couple of years, maybe. But I think Angulo is just a little bit more of a finished product than Mikey currently. Mikey's still a very good right back, but asking him to do that role week in, week out is a little bit tougher than to do the same with uh, Angulo. The thing is, if Angulo's gone in the summer, then who else do we have? To. Exactly. That's Can't let that happen. You got to figure it out with his... Uh, club. club right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's the other thing too is like, all right. So if a three back is what we want to do now, then why did we build a team this way? The three back was something that y'all were talking about last year. Correct, and it should have been the year before too. Yeah, it should have been something that was done with those teams. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we see Juan that not typically your most best defender you know what i mean yeah that's giving you that solid you know people back there that can rotate over he can stay higher up the pitch i mean joao he could have played that third center back for us last year you know what i mean and then we could have played somebody else over there could we doing it right now yeah so we're we were better suited as a team for that last year this year with the team that we built, we're better suited for that four-two-three-one. We just don't fucking play correctly with the players that we have on the field. Truthfully, Which is just a coaching problem. Truthfully, it should be an Antonio and Robin splitting back there. Mm-hmm. Your two fullbacks pushing up and joining in the midfield with Cesar Araujo. Then you're playing Dagger Dan and Mo. They're both eights that progress up forward. Your wingers stay wide. Your striker drops into the places progress it and then when you're in the box he's a fucking target man you know what i mean you see millions of teams around the world i'm not millions but thousands of teams around the world play with that exact ideology you've seen barcelona do it to the top level you've seen manchester city do it to the top level and you now you're watching arsenal and united do it at the top level you know what two words you said right there that orlando city probably most likely top will level. never be with oscar head coach top fucking top level, level. <laughs> So if this is top level lines of thinking, Oscar doesn't have that, mate. Why? He's out of his depth. Grand Potter. 
Hell no. He was out. Of, what do you mean he was out? Well, I thought it's you meant good. bring him in. Oh, hell I mean, no. That's, no, that's no, what no, I thought no, you were no, talking no. about. Oh. No, I, they were just both out of their depth. That's what I'm saying. You just said Graham Potter like you wanted him in. Yeah, because how many times did we hear out of out of his depth with Graham Potter? But the way hey, you said it made it sound just like the, you wanted The two him are in. just associated with each other now. Honestly, but Oscar needs to be his assistant. That would be the <laughs> assistant <laughs> on their sailboat with no sail. Sailboat down to Guatemala. How quickly would you jump off a building if Graham Potter joined as an assistant? Orlando City. I'm telling you, I've said someone needs to drive me to explore, you know. I don't think <laughs> I can Graham say Potter that. is an assistant, Chris Armis. <laughs> no. Oh, another. that was a terrible <laughs> for you guys. Is oh, he don't, still? Don't remind me. Is everyone? He didn't get sacked with Jesse. <laughs> the guy's just useless, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, obviously people are going to hear us talking about these top-level teams and be like, well, they can't do that. It doesn't. It doesn't work like that. Well, then tell me what LAFC is doing right now. Tell me what St. Louis is doing right now. Tell me what Seattle has done for decades in this league. Tell me what Columbus does for decades in this league. Portland attacking football. They built a fan base. You know what I mean by playing attacking football. It works. Why are we sitting here and continuing to play this defensive, get out class for 80 minutes, find two passages of play, and then win a game? And no one wants to watch that either. Like, how are you supposed to attract people in your stadium if you're playing shit football, <laughs> losing games? No one's going to want to watch, like, come and watch games there. Casual yeah. fans will not come back. No. Yeah. If you're fucking wanting to play that way, why go out and buy a player like Facundo or Ojeda? Or have someone like Angulo or Enrique. All are so creative players. players. You're just going to fucking waste their talent. Yep. I mean, man, people get mad because I make the comparison to Arsenal, but we have the equivalents of MLS-type talents to play that style of football. And Do you, you want to say this again? Are you going to say this for like the 90th time? Yeah, <laughs> I am. Because if we fucking played anything remotely like that style of football, I don't know. Maybe we wouldn't be in the situation we're in right now. So who was the uh, Arsenal guy that we did on the Patreon video that you wanted to bring in? Uh, Stubenberg, Albert. He's Isn't not in leaving. here now. He's not leaving, son. We need him. We got a title to win. <laughs> title to the bottle. You're on your way. Another 2 no lead dropped. You know, there was a statistic. The only Wait. thing I have to say about that, there was a statistic that no London club has won every single derby away since 1970. So that tells you how hard it is to go and do that, yep. and we were one win away from doing that. So sucks to suck, mate. It's you it's gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it just tells you how hard it is to go and do no, that. No, you are one. Uh, no, because you still have to play us again. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> What's the point? You <laughs> Who? Um. No, but. Realistically, like I said, if we played... Does Chelsea beat Middlesbrough and Burnley? No. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> no shot. So y'all are a championship side. Uh, yeah, Honestly, it would be... If we won the <laughs> Champions League and got relegated, what a season <laughs> that would be. <laughs> so that also kind of shows how shambles your club is in right now because you're in a relegation battle Not with yet. West Ham. Not yet. And you're you're celebrating points awarded to them. Not yet. No, obviously, even if we were second right now, 15... No, not... Okay, if we were in Champions League spots and it was still you and City fighting for the title, I, I would still be happy. 
because it's just you guys bottling a title. That's all it is. At this point, that's all. I, that's all we have to cheer for. Dog, we're gonna beat Real Madrid three <laughs> nil tomorrow, and everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> What's the aggregate right now? Two nil. Bro, Madrid. If I'm yeah. fucking Frank Lampard, okay. I'm. You'd huh? I'm. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> pause, pause. <laughs> you guys are fucking children. Anyway, continue your your statement. He did it again. What? No, you're not gonna say it now. What? What? He said, "If I oh, was, if I was Frank Lampard, I would be getting them boys ready to play." Well, you're playing at Stanford Bridge. You English is tough. Yeah, I I don't know what the fuck to <laughs> yeah, say to him, but you're at up, yeah. fucking Stanford Bridge. <laughs> you're there, Frank. And you're playing for Chelsea. <laughs> Frank Lampard goes in the tunnel at halftime. We're at Stanford Bridge. He <laughs> 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 <That's> just <laughs> walks out. <laughs> That's it. Only words said to him the entire time. I mean, yeah, you obviously like you guys. Nothing to lose. Go out there and play for your lives. Like, this is the only thing you guys have a chance at winning. Not even a chance at winning, but you the only thing you're left hey, in. The but two times that we've won it, we weren't even supposed to come close, so. I just yeah, can't but the difference is you weren't in a relegation battle. I just can't We're wait. Not f- in a relegation battle yet. <laughs> yet. 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 <laughs> I just can't wait for the 1-0 tomorrow, and then uh, their, hopes and dr- and their hopes and dreams just go out the window, because then it's like, well, we're not fucking scoring four. No, it's Madrid 1-0 tomorrow. They're just, like, it's just going to be another performance where they ha- can half-ass it and still kill us. Chilwell's out due to the red yeah. card. Yeah, fucking what Kukure is going to have to start. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> the Spanish mop makes his return. I can't. No, Imagine he has the game of his life. He's no. the reason Chilwell got the red Play p- yes, <laughs> yes, he is actually. <laughs> Play Pulisic, left back. Fuck it. <laughs> he actually God. looked. He looked decent. Who do y'all play? Bro. On the weekend. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's better than that. Fucking. I don't know. Mop. I'm trying to forget. <laughs> Brighton. That's what oh, he, yeah. Pulisic looked decent against Brighton. He did. He should. He yeah. should have done better on that chance. Got to put that away. The one that hit the frame. No, the one that went. Wa- the header that went wide. Oh, I thought he hit the frame for one of them too. Either way, back to Orlando City. Sign Messi so we can win games. That's just not going <laughs> to help us. <laughs> Respectfully, <laughs> <laughs> Messi wouldn't help us. Or Saudi Arabia. Yeah, right. Messi wouldn't help us. My ass. You are. Oh, that he is the would? worst take no. you've ever had on this show. No, that is the worst take you've ever had on With this Oscar show. With Oscar as a manager. Uh, nope. Uh, because Messi uh, literally would. <coughs> he would play the right wing back. Through our through the entire he'd play him at right mid. Oscar would say some shit to him where he's like, "What the fuck is he on?" And ju- everything's just a pass back. Nope, he is going to be. He would run through. You could play him at center back, and he would still run through this entire league and score a fucking banger from outside the box. Tell me I'm wrong. He'd pass it back first though. Oscar would conform him to. No fucking way that Oscar the park the bus. can ruin Messi. There's no shot. If PSG can't ruin Messi, then there's no They don't way have Oscar, do they? They don't. We have Oscar. The one man that can ruin the best player on this earth. Honestly, I want to see. I want us to sign Messi. Get Just so we Graham, can end this Graham debate. Potter, no. Get Graham <laughs> Potter as assistant coach and Chris Armas. No. Let's figure out who's Let's more effective. We can get a YouTube Messi video. Messi or other manager. We could get a YouTube video out of this. Can Oscar Pereja ruin Lionel Messi? 
and then we we just make YouTube videos off of it. Have a whole season, and we're chilling. Make it a what is it a FIFA career mode? Just sim it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh! I'm fucking because no, they actually play competent in FIFA. Orlando, fine because they don't have called? the real Oscar Pereira. Can you change manager in career mode? Yeah. Someone fire him tonight, please. One of you two get on career mode and fire well, Oscar. I'm. Oh, I, well, yeah, I was going to say, man. currently, I'm already I the manager of Orlando City, so. I don't know. I guess <laughs> I got a better job. Then, so. He said, I got a better job. <laughs> <laughs> Still in my first season with Orlando City, and I'm top of the league right now, son. <clears throat> with, like, a plus 20 goal differential, because my back line is fucking phenomenal. OC Fan TV for manager. I got, we've, we've done said it. Bro, that low-key. Just all four of us is the manager be of the club. That'd scary-ass <laughs> bench. <laughs> Walk in at halftime. You're at Exploria Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce walks Damn out. Right. Kanata whips out the um, the fucking board. The, yeah, the tactics, tactics board. <laughs> the fucking pep. Zach walks around with I his hands behind know. his back. Everyone monsters now. <laughs> just give everyone monsters at halftime. Dave just gonna, hits I'm him just with the Ancelotti. Stare like this. Hit him with the <laughs> hit him with the eyebrow raise. <laughs> nice. Fuck. Yeah, uh, Orlando City will be a much cheaper option to uh, Oscar Pereira. We all only require a million dollars each a season. So. And our buyout clause is 69 mil. There you go. Buy Shit, us out I'd from... I'd do it for like 30 bucks a day. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we, uh, it'd be four <coughs> mil a season, much cheaper than what you're spending on Oscar <laughs> right now. Is it? I, I, is I, that? I, I don't no, think that is. No, 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 no it is no. because now you're getting four managers for the price of one. Well, I'll do it for like... A hundred grand. Nah, dude, you offer me 32, 32K to go coach Orlando City, it's done. Fair. Yeah, I'd do it for like 50. I want to live a little. You do live a little by making that team win the league. But that's and also it, stressful as shit. Because then <laughs> if, if we were to become manager, we'd come back here, start recording about how shit we're of a job we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we do that live in the locker room with the team watching. A live pod <laughs> inside the locker room. But we win the fucking league, and we get a job somewhere yeah, else. And they're like, done. only one of you. And we're like, nah. nah not how it works. <laughs> it it works with all four. <laughs> we need Bryce to tell us what stadium we're playing <laughs> at today. <laughs> I was trying to find how much Oscar makes, but, the, you know, MLS and <coughs> information is just, is just not, not available. That's a that could be a meme video. Ah. That uh, that that could be a meme video right there. Yeah, what? what? Orlando City Fan TV's managers of oh. <laughs> Just thinking about that, you know what I mean? Shit, I'll pull up in a suit. I'll be in this. <laughs> of course. Um it's going to be fucking hammered mid-game. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> Yonted, <laughs> come on. You got to get some of this in you. <laughs> Duncan, huh? <laughs> Give him a little liquor on the pitch. Oh, oh, Lord. You You're see? On no, you guys have fucking <laughs> fucked up minds over there. It's episode 69. I mean. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. It's excusable, this episode. Um, Anything else you guys have to say on Orlando City? Hope you City? enjoyed episode Shotguns 69. Shotguns at halftime. Oh, mandatory <laughs> shotguns at halftime. 
And if they don't drink alcohol, they can shotgun a monster. No, they're drinking alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them aren't old enough to drink. Say, isn't, <laughs> isn't Mikey like Mikey's 20? 19, 20. 19, yeah. yeah. We'll give him a non-alcoholic beer. Give him a Heineken Zero. <laughs> oh, <laughs> terrible. Uh, yeah, it was a decent episode 69. Just another hun- another 100 episodes until we can celebrate this again. So we haven't even... Oh, we're only 69 episodes in. I know. We haven't even That's hit 100 yet. Forks. Oh, shit. Just feels like we've done way more. We we have. <laughs> yeah, <that is> <laughs> Just don't record them, or there's no audio. Or those days we've are probably done a hundred. Yeah, yeah, we're close we're closing in. We're closing in. Eighty-five. Yeah, I was I gonna say. say we're probably around the mid eighties right now. Yeah. But thank you to everybody that supported us from the start. Thank you guys that are new. We appreciate all the interaction, and then especially thank you to you, those of you that joined us on Saturday for that watch along uh sorry for the audio at the beginning we did figure out our issue on that that will not happen again but thankfully it was manageable through the rest of the the but if stuff like that's going on especially on a live man just drop a comment tell us we you saw us fixing the the chat in the middle of the episode like we're not ashamed to do something in the middle of something like that to make sure you guys get quality content but, yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. I really enjoyed that. I definitely am looking forward to doing that again. Yep. I think Dave coming in on the next one, too, has definitely added content. Maybe not good content, but content. You're an asshole. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, just said, you. I just said added content. content. Yeah, I didn't say yeah. good content. Yeah, he didn't say <coughs> shit. Yeah. Jackasses. <laughs> Jackass. Jackass. <laughs> hey, we also got some ideas for merch that we're working through, so... If you want to know about stuff like this, you should probably hop in our Discord. Yeah, it was one of the designs was put in the Discord last night to get your guys' thoughts. So, if you're interested in stuff like that, hop in our Discord, man. Like it's we, free. it's free. You get to talk to us. You get to talk to other people, other Orlando City related people. It's fun. It's a really good vibe. It's a good good community that we're starting to grow there. So, hop in, be a part of it, and it, the the Discord is free. But if you join our Patreon, which is now only three bucks a month, only three. It's pretty. That's relatively no, like I could afford that, and that's a good deal. So uh, that's a good deal. Okay, uh, let's calm down. In all honesty, I don't know if you could. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's rude. Um, yeah, three bucks a month. Uh, you get access to the private channels in the Discord, things like requesting content for our Patreon videos, voting on content, um, and then uh, you get a call into the pod. Uh, I was actually going to ask the lads after this. Exactly how we're going to do that because I was working on some stuff earlier today. Um, but yeah, we're working on that, getting like forms set up for it so we can know who's coming on when, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so yeah, only three bucks a month and you get access to all that stuff. And yeah, that's all I got to say. And again, it doesn't take away from the content that we've been doing. We will continue to do the podcast, we will continue to do fan reacts, we will continue to post on all social media platforms. But it's just more content. Um, some of it's more MLS-based content. Some of it may not even be MLS-based content. It's just more content from us if that's what you enjoy, you know, cons- seeing. Yeah, we appreciate those of you that do or that are in there, but obviously don't feel ab- obligated. It's we're still going to be the same with or without the Patreon. So, mm-hmm. but if you like what you saw here. Make sure you hit that like button. Turn on that notification bell. We will be outside gate C 
on Saturday. So make sure that you get there, get there early, line up. Let's uh, we we tried to start it on the last one, so let's go ahead and put this announcement out here right now, so everybody can see it. Stand behind the camera. Whoa. Yes. No, I'm sorry. Fun. Don't stand behind. <laughs> like, stand. Yeah, stand in the frame. Stand behind, behind the lens. Me. Yeah. Stand. Behind me. Stand behind Zach and whoever is talking. Let's create that atmosphere over there. Let's. Everybody be there. The shot looks way better, and it gets more people involved. That way you guys don't have to feel like you're standing over there waiting on a line. Him and I will be standing over there, so when you see us, just come over there, stand there with us when we get a group started. You know, Obviously, it'll be easy to find us. Yep. Um, give us a follow on Instagram, at OCFanTV, on Twitter, at OCFanTV22, on TikTok, at OCFanTV. If you're listening to us, then you obviously found us on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever the hell else you found we were streaming on if you're watching this then you know our youtube but thank you guys again check out the patreon link get in discord and uh we'll see you on the next episode